We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's it right there, baby. That's the stuff. Get the Scotties out. We need two buckets of ice, eight Red Bulls, pour doubles for all the boys. Jeff gets two, Landfill gets two, B gets two, I'll take two. Ain't nobody driving. It's a Vodka Red Bull Friday, and we're all drinking Scotties. Now, earlier this morning, I got to catch up with NBC Sports football analyst Matthew Barry, the godfather of fantasy football in this country. But deep down, he's a Commanders fan. Check this out. Always a pleasure to get to talk with NBC Sports' Matthew Barry. Obviously, we all know Matthew is one of the foremost fantasy betting football analysts in the world. He's the talented Mr. Roto. He kind of invented fantasy football on a very large scale. But you see the shirt. He's also a huge Commanders fan. And and Matthew, you texted me. You wanted to talk about the the firing of Scott Turner. Um, How did you react to the move? I was annoyed. I was annoyed. This is an organization that has... Under the Dan Snyder era, never taken accountability for anything. They literally have to be called into Congress to take, and even when they're called into Congress to take accountability, they're like, ah, well, maybe, sort of, I don't know. Let me check into that. I don't remember. I'm on a yacht in Europe. Sorry, I can't hear you. It's fuzzy. Like, it's unbelievable to me that Scott Turner is being thrown under the bus by this organization and candidly by Ron Rivera for the struggles of the commanders. If, if you said to me, JP, you said, hey, Matthew, fix the commanders. It's a long time before I get to the offensive coordinator. I'm not saying Scott Turner is perfect, but what I will tell you is, is that the issues of this team and this organization are far from what we did on offense. I actually think Scott Turner did a great job this year, given what he had to work with. That's the other thing you have to understand is that it's really easy to be a great offensive coordinator or play caller when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. I mean, again, like, not to pick on Nathaniel Hackett who's going to catch a stray here, but look at Nathaniel Hackett with Aaron Rodgers last year, and then look at what he did when he went to Denver. And they gave him Russell Wilson. Again, talent is so key in the NFL. You think about this team. Can I just read you a list here of quarterbacks? that Scott Turner has had under his watch. This is the this is the quarterbacks that the organization has given Scott Turner to work with. Alex Smith on one leg. Dwayne Haskins, RIP. Kyle Allen couldn't even couldn't even keep a job with Houston. Ryan Fitzpatrick for half a game. 38-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick by the way, for half a game. Garrett Gilbert who who was like on his couch three weeks before Scott Turner had to start him in a game. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, who this year went two and six. One of his wins being a squeaker against number one pick in the NFL draft, Chicago. Literally, he he won two games this year, Carson Wentz did as a starter, and one of them was against the, the team that is statistically worst in the NFL. And you paid $28 million for those two wins. Sam Howell, who went 1-0, not bad. 
And then, of course, Taylor Heineke. And my take on Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke, a lot of people point to this as a negative, that Taylor Heineke finished 19th in QBR this year. They're like, hey, he's barely a top 20 quarterback. Taylor Heineke wasn't great, blah, 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 blah. I think that's an incredible accomplishment. To get a top 20 season in QBR out of Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke was a backup for the St. Louis Battlehawks in the XFL, but never played a snap. Think about that, JP. Taylor Heineke literally couldn't get on the field in the XFL. And yet, and yet for, uh, for, uh, for Scott Turner, he had to play, I believe, 24 games. 24 games. Um, uh, it might have been 22. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? And by the way, he was the best option. The fact that Scott Turner took Taylor Heineke into a playoff game and went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady, that was the most, on, on the way to the Buccaneers Super Bowl win, that was the most competitive team the Buccaneers played. That entire playoff run was the was Washington and Taylor Heineke. I, I, I mean, like, you think about uh, you think about the game against the Eagles. The game against we had no business winning that game. Philadelphia is undefeated. They're at home. Monday Night Football. They've had two weeks to prepare. They're off the bye, and we go in there and we beat them and we dominate time of possession. And against what everyone thought was going to be one of the best at the time, one of the best run defenses in the NFL, and we rammed it down their throats. I would argue that that game plan against Philadelphia. And specifically, the play calling by Scott Turner was a master class in play calling. We had no business winning that game, and we did. Scott Turner made Logan Thomas a thing. He developed Jahan Dotson this year. He developed uh, Curtis Samuel. Uh, he didn't develop Curtis Samuel, but he, uh, he developed Jahan Dotson. He developed Brian Robinson. Had he, he, Over the last two years, 14 missed games from Logan Thomas. I believe uh, 12 missed games from... J.D. McKissick McKissick has missed significant time each of the last two years. I think think multiple things can be true. I mean, you talk about player development. You're not wrong about the Samuel thing because he was with him in Carolina before he came here. And I think knowing to use him in a lot of variety of roles and to get him carries. Scott himself will tell you that, you know, He wasn't great, like you said. I I think if you point to the second half of the Giants game on Sunday Night Football at home, getting away from the run there, I I think that was a big mistake. And if you talk to enough people with the organization, the Browns game, I I think Scott really got handed a raw deal because it wasn't his call to go back to Carson. They did it. Clearly, if you watch that game, Carson throws an interception on the second pass of the game. Carson can't hit simple passes to running backs in the flat. And – I think they got away from the game plan they installed that week, but I kind of think you had to because your quarterback was awful. Um, right. so I, I think those two games really are kind of what led to the downfall and the separation between Ron and Scott. So it, we we did this exercise on the radio, and my kind of blame pie for the offensive woes, I, I gave Scott a third of the blame, right? Like you are the play caller. You, you like to think you can get this thing done. But the decisions they made on the offensive line this year were were terrible. I mean, you let Brandon Sheriff walk. You cut Eric Flowers. Now, granted, he doesn't get signed anywhere else. You rely on two veteran guards that you know from your time in Carolina. But a number of years ago, neither of them were up to the challenge. You get some injuries at center, which have have sunk you two years in a row now. And and everything falls apart. And then you add that that list of quarterbacks you said – 
I don't know that St. Joe Gibbs is winning much with that collection of dudes. So thank you. Thank you, JP. To your point about the offensive line, they were um, uh, in, in over Scott Turner's career. They were, they've given up the third most sacks in the NFL. They gave the seventh most sacks this year. How is that? I mean, like, there's only so many shotgun plays you can call. Right. Like, he tried to go run heavy to to counteract that. And, like, there's only so much you can do. Again, especially, by the way, when you have quarterbacks like Wentz or Taylor Heineke that, candidly, aren't up to the challenge, that don't know how to get rid of the ball quickly, that, you know, are – are they mobile? Sure, but they're not mobile in the way that a Kyler Murray or a Josh Allen, you know, or Lamar Jackson is is mobile. They're they're mobile in the way that like a whatever that you know a thirty eight year old Aaron Rodgers is mobile. And, and so the point is, is that looked like he was running underwater when he tried to move. A thousand percent, a, a thousand percent. And so I agree with you on the offensive line. Like I did a rant on my show yesterday, uh, and I, I'm putting it out on social later today. Uh, as well, where I talked about, by the way, also, like, why isn't Trent Williams on this team, right? Trent Williams is, isn't on this team because Bruce Allen ruined the relationship with him. And why was Bruce Allen still around? The worst, the worst, I argue that Bruce Allen is the worst general manager in the history of professional sports based on in terms of uh, talent that was available to him, resources that were available to him, and results. And you're always just like, why was Bruce Allen, why did Bruce Allen last as long as he did? And now when you see all the stuff that's coming out off the field, you're like, oh, maybe he wasn't fired because they were worried about what he might say um, and, and had nothing to do with uh, his football acumen. And the fact is, is that they had, they had one of, if not the greatest left tackle in NFL history, and they had to give him away for a third and a fifth because that was the best they could do because they, had, they so misplayed their hand with Trent Williams, both in the press and with a player himself. Like, you tell me Trent Williams wouldn't have made a difference this year? I think Trent Williams might have made a difference this year. What about you, Bri? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Matthew Barry. You can watch that Sunday he night. Like he's more pissed than I was. Bro, he's pissed. Imagine our conversation when we weren't recording. Whoa. <laughs> um, you can watch that full interview with Matthew Sunday night on NBC4 on Sports Final. Um, great dude. Give him a follow at uh, Matthew Barry TMR. Uh, major, major Commanders fans. What I love talking with Commanders fans, kind of, I've gotten to know like some of the celebrity, for lack of a better word, Commanders fans. I've gotten to know, and they are hardcore fans, just like the people that call in the show. Like, think about when we talked to Steve Sands. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Can't put that on the radio. Saying, Steve Sands, Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. Having them on two separate text threads on a Sunday. That's interesting. A lot of bleeps. <laughs> yes, A lot indeed, of man. bleeps. PFT commenter. Totally. A lot yes. of bleeps. Yes. Um, one thing we got to talk about is if you need work done on your house, there's only one person we trust, and that would be our guy, Paul Henry, and Paul Henry's window installation. You need new windows. You need new doors. If you got draft, if you got drafts in your house, if it's cold because you got old, creaky, cracky windows, call Paul Henry, man. He can transform your home. He'll get it done fast professionally, at an elite level, and with fair pricing. I've worked with Paul. Brian's worked with Paul. He does great work, and he transforms your home into what you want. Call him right now, this month. 100 bucks off all windows with a five-window minimum and $500 off doors. Simple as this. If you want your job done correctly the first time, you reach out to our friend Paul at Paul Hinges Window Installation. You want someone to come in and finish the job and normally finish it quicker than what they told you they will, call Paul Hinges Window Installation. 
If you want to get, stop all those drafty windows, as JP just uh, mentioned, call Paul Henry because you know what? He's going to come in. He's going to make sure the job is right. And when you don't have draft, the electric bill goes down. The energy stays in your house instead of being instead of leaking out the windows. Paul does a great job, and he's the guy to get it done. If I had to go out there and tell you the best of the best, I would say Paul Henry's window installation. Call Paul right now to receive $100 off windows with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. You can contact Paul Henry's window installation today and tell him B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.